On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Gotham Knights really has the balls to execute the patron saint of criminals, Joe Chill. If the Cushing family remembers they have another daughter on Superman and Lois. And if every X-Men has an ancestor who ran into Mr. Sinister in the 1800s on X-Men, the animated series. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds, and welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of those animated ones. My name is Caitlin, um, and while I'm not a singer, although I should be, um, I, I'm i here with friends. Um, I don't know how I made friends without being a singer, but I, I did I am not a somehow. singer. But it is inarguable that I am here with friends. I am here with friends. And joining me to my right is Ryan. Okay, I got to ask, Caitlin. Yeah, um, and, and thank you so much yeah. for uh, hosting the show tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that you have friends because you're a singer or despite the fact that you're not a singer? I think I have friends despite the fact that I am a singer. But I think my friends see the potential in me to be like a star and we uh, and uh, introduce mike whenever you want i don't care nobody cares the audience does not care it's just me and you time for right now um do you think that honestly like do you think that we're your friends because you think that we support you being a singer of course you think that that like you don't even have to ask us no you i feel know like that we support you i get the full support and everything from you guys and that includes like my singing career because every night i get an email a text and a fax yep that says i'm gonna quit my job mm-hmm. to become a professional singer yeah and then it has little notes next to it too like so you know that it's also a song <laughs> it's like eighth notes yeah. so like oh i bet she was singing this yep. when she thought this exactly and every night we send it back all three i have to fucking fax you every night and say uh not to be hack but like don't quit your day job but you're still thinking about it yeah, but I know that you're just trying to be supportive because you want me to be extra successful and have a really good backstory and like how I like work while I also sing. And so I really appreciate say, that. I was told no yeah. 800 times. Exactly. A night. And I still became a singer. Exactly. And Ryan doesn't have a fax machine. He drives to Kinko's FedEx every <laughs> night at 11 p.m. And that's what I call support. That's a great support system. And Mike, you're here too. I'm here too, but nobody cares. <laughs> I would like to think that my phone... Is your guys' fax machine? Because when you call me, I all I do is spit facts. And I'm telling you, Caitlin, that you are, are have so many talent, so so many talents, and so many things. Is singing one of them? I think so. Oh shit! Actually, <laughs> I, fucking, I don't think so. That backfired so. on me. I know so. See, I think a common thread in this group of people is none of us can sing, but god damn it, do we all try? Mm-hmm. It's just that. Uh, the reason that I think that Caitlin might be a singer and we're not is because every time she'll be uh, in the middle of a sentence and then she will sing the end of the sentence. That's talent, right? That is talent. You but can't you just, just do that it. without talent. Does that Wh- make you a singer, Ryan? Whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. Two whoa, in the Mike. same group? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that we had two. 
Mike, should do you want to try I it? try it now? Oh. I think you should. I think it's supposed to be just the end of the sentence. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So okay. I, I don't think he's a singer. Yeah, I don't think so. So, okay. Caitlin, um, question for you and yeah. only for you, mm-hmm. and I will address you only yeah. and not Mike. Yep. Uh, once we're you and I are famous singers, do we ditch Mike like on the curb, piss on him, and then drive away in our fucking limo van and never talk to him again? I I definitely think so, and I think we should like. We're like comics. Who talks about comics anymore? We only talk about singers, right? Like TV shows based on singers. Yeah, the TV singer sh- hero show show. The singer hero show show. <laughs> it's all about that one Elvis movie, and let's see, they had a Johnny Cash movie. Um, I think that's it. Dream Girls. Oh shit, Dream Girls. That yeah. starred Beyonce. Yeah, the voice. But Jennifer Hudson was in that. That was a good one. Now I'm a little worried, Mike, about your competing podcast, the Singer Hero Show Show, where you review singer sewing machines. Uh, do you want to change the name, or are you going to stick with that name? It's going to be the Singer Hero So-So, actually, <laughs> is what I'm going to... And I will read those. And uh, legit, my first TV stand as a kid was an old Singer sewing machine table with a marble top, not connected, and it fell on my little sister. No! I, I hate to ask you this every episode, but how fucking poor were you? <laughs> have, I t- have I talked about that I thought technology was... About 20 years, not where it was in the 90s because how poor we were at Ligia. I was writing school papers on a typewriter. Are you dog tooth? <laughs> I might be a bit dog tooth. Did your parents raise you up dog tooth? I do have a mean dance I can show you guys later. I cannot sing, but I can dance in the background. You know what? And that that's where you come in here and you bring in your worth. That's why we have you here today. To ground That's us, yes. stars. To ground us, yes. You you complete us. Without you, we would not have our tap dancing star in front of us. Every shooting star needs something to shoot across and see on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, well, well, we get our singing careers all you know oiled and perfect. I'm faxing out contracts right now. Yeah. Well, we well we sign all of the dotted lines. Um, I think we are today talking about Gotham Knights as our main. Um, thing and then a bunch of other shows in the poll list. Can't wait to get to that. This week on Gotham Knights, Joe Chill is about to be executed after 50 years on death row, but his last wish to Harvey Dent is to talk to Turner because Chill didn't in fact mean to kill Thomas and Martha Wayne, but was set up by the Court of Owls, just like Turner. Meanwhile, Stephanie gets her dad, Arthur Brown, played by Ethan Embry, to help her crack a code. Taste buds, I ask you this. How is Gotham Knights doing teasing out whether uh, Harvey is evil or not? Okay. Uh, Mike, he, he cracked that mirror right in the fucking face at the end. As if he was some sort of punch-drunk lover. <laughs> bad. I'm saying bad. The whole time, I'm like, fuck this guy. He's evil. And then they did the crack as if we were like oh, is that two face i wish i could have filmed my wife who was waiting for me to finish this episode and so we to can take watch care a movie. of your kid for goddamn once <laughs> and I, so i was watching this and then she looked up from her little phone game whatever she was playing as he punched the mirror and she was like oh is that harvey Dent?" and then went right back to the phone game <laughs> because i ha- like i gotta be honest i've been watching this story of robin becoming robin Harvey Dent becoming Two-Face. How many times have I seen this, Mike? On And I'm not talking shit on Gotham Knights right now. I'm talking shit on my life. How many yeah. times have I seen Mid-port this? Mid-court decisions. And what's so with, with this show brave enough to give us a new character in Turner Hayes and tell people like 
Carrie Kelly and Stephanie Brown's story to still have to goddamn tell <laughs> Two Face's story? Are you kidding me? That's what I thought was wild because there it's just everything else is new, and then you have Harvey Dent, and Harvey Dent hasn't even turned into the Harvey Dent that we know as Two Face, and I think that's it's, wild. Like the third most common Batman origin story yeah. is Harvey Dent's, right? Mm-hmm. That's I mean, it would be hard to like uh, pick the top ten out of the top thirty. That's how many times I've seen these stories. Doesn't matter, Caitlin. I do you yeah. owe you an apology. Why? Because uh, uh, the show isn't that bad. <laughs> you like a maroon. Decided to stick with the show after the pilot, but mm-hmm. I will say, and I, I I sort of predicted this because pilots are hairy and scary, full of Larry. This I would say this is roughly six times better than the pilot. Okay, the, the structure, the direction, the dialogue. It's it's roughly six times. Like that pilot was and one of the worst things we've ever watched. This it was show. garbage. I, can't believe it got picked up after that. One of the smartest things they did was every character now says, fuck you, Druella, every time she talks. And then mm-hmm. the show just barely had her in this episode. Oh, there's one point where smart. she popped up out of a trash can. And everybody was like, bup, 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 bup. And she just went back down in the trash can. <laughs> Druella, that's what you're going to name your like secretly villainous female character. Druella Cruville. Yep. Yep. Someone really got excited about that one. It was like, no one will figure it out. But when they do, it's exciting. This is our other evil female character, Gersula. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Who just constantly jerks off about the thought of Joe Chill killing Batman's parents. Yeah. So weird. So weird. But she's an interesting character. I, she? I usually back up <laughs> really. all of the stupid comic book shit because I've been living with it for so long that it, it usually doesn't bother me. The word, the name Joe Chill was said so many times in this episode that at a certain point I was like, this is stupid. Please stop. <laughs> also, his name is Joe Chill. His Just name out. isn't Joe Chill. That was the craziest thing. Because when they announced it, that he was dying, it was like Joseph Cherillion or something like that. It was like, Jokagart Chilligan. <laughs> yeah. And no joke. And I was like, why have they been calling him Joe Chill then? If his name is Chilligan. Like his, his mob name. Yeah, but he wasn't like even a mob person. He was apparently just like. He did small, petty, like, crimes. Right. He was a mugger who got yeah. tricked into killing Martha and Thomas. Which he didn't even kill. Well, uh, to what he said is he didn't even kill them. He pulled a gun on them and someone shot from behind him and shot Thomas right. and Martha. As far as I know, and I might be talking out of my ass here, but this is his first and last episode, this actor. Yes. And they went straight up Hannibal Lecter. Yes. So did that, was that at least interesting to watch them? Uh, oh, shit. We all have to go and secretly talk to a good actor saying his lines. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, we've seen Hannibal Lecter so many times in all of our shit. Like, at this point, it is just a movie and TV trope. So I guess you can't be like, they're ripping off Sansa Lambs. But no, it was not interesting or good. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything, Mike? Is there? uh, Can you say a nice thing? I say would something love nice <laughs> to watch a quiz show hosted by Ethan Embry. <laughs> okay. Okay. What was it like? The fact that one was such a letdown because she was like, "Dad, help me!" And like, yeah, he gave her a riddle to like help her figure it out. But also, oh, like, I still don't understand what the fuck they figured out. I no, do not understand. No, nope. I was like, and did they rob a library? I don't understand what happened. That's what I was trying to figure out too. I was like, how do they get all these books? Like, where They're- are these books from? <laughs> So Ethan Embry is not the Riddler, right? Not Edward Nagel. He's Quizmaster. But he's the Quizmaster, and he hosts a game show. And also his daughter is... Stephanie. Spoiler? Spoiler. Okay, Mike, go ahead and say it. Spoiler alert. Her name's Stephanie Brown. Uh Um, Uh-huh. And then at some point, somebody says, 
And uh, uh, we all live and die for Ethan Embry. He's no neater, right? Yes. So like, we got to throw that uh, out. That's a no netter. He's a no netter. But uh, <laughs> at some point, somebody says to Stephanie, spoiler, uh, he's a game show host. Every word is a clue to a cryptic answer. That's no, that if your dad's a game show host, that means he's abusive. That means like, <laughs> what do you, that's not how, do you think Steve Harvey is walking around saying, I will not give my daughter a single straight answer. I will just make them all cryptic. No, you're a fucking yes. piece of shit father. He says, survey says before everything. But what did they figure out after they robbed every, they had to think of every book ever. Well, to solve this at one clue. point they said the book is long in Irish and I knew what it was. <laughs> My dick. No, oh. I, I knew it. Was, <laughs> I knew it was Ulysses, guys. Of course, it's Ulysses. I'm impressed that the writers of Gotham Knights have heard of James Joyce and Ulysses. It was wild. Those were their two facts. The book had more than 700 pages. It was Irish. Honestly, that's all you need. It's fucking Ulysses. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the one. <laughs> Irish aren't people who know how to write. Okay, well, that hurts as someone who's normally like 2% Irish. <laughs> I'm yeah. 48%. I get to talk shit. But that, that motherfucker that put 2,000 pages of limericks together, he's yeah. the ultimate Irish writer. And his there name was... was... a man from Dublin, James Joyce. <laughs> oh, I guess I won't carry on then. You, you carry on then. Finger, finger. Finger, finger. Um. So they solved all that in order to... Go to a ring and take out these guys and crush some pills, it looked like. It was not very, it wasn't explained very well. And I was like, did I miss something? Like, did I, I wasn't not paying attention. But, but it, it's just like, the... it was like there was something, like a chunk missing of this episode, I feel like. Can I talk to you guys off air? Please. Okay, let's off mic, uh, headphones off. It's so hard for me to tell if these shows are bad or if I just wasn't paying attention because I was literally yeah. doing anything else. And so, like, I'll feel like I missed at least a scene or two, yeah. but I'm pretty sure I was paying attention. Yeah. But there was at least a scene or two missing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It seemed like they accidentally cut something that was vital like, to the storyline. <laughs> was I vacuuming or is this just bad screenwriting? It's bad. It's bad. But again, this show, is better. <laughs> this is better that than it's sounds. been. No, it is. It is. I but it's that. still bad. It but is yeah. better than the pilot. That does not mean any of these people deserve to be making money from this. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you this, Mike. I think this is closer to the average Flash episode than it is the pilot. I mean, yeah, the Flash is bad. Okay. I thought that was going to like get you enraged. but No, I just, yeah, there's, not, there's no actors or characters that I've grown attached to on this show. And they're, <laughs> Ryan, won't be. Except for Ethan Embry. Let's get a Quizmaster spinoff show. I think that is what the show lacks is there's like you don't care about any of these characters. Charisma? Any of them, anyone could die, and I don't care. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> if I had to pick one, it would be Stephanie. To care about the most. To care about the most. Although shocking. <laughs> although, um, I did notice when I was watching her that uh, they picked up on a trend, which is do people like Sydney Sweeney? Can we afford yes. Sydney Sweeney? Uh, we we'll get this actress instead. Uh, but she does seem to be able to act a little better than the rest. Yeah, of she seems like when in her scene, she she seems to be caring about what's happening. So she's the one that I gravitate to the most. The other one's like, um, who is the daughter of the nurse? Robin. Car- yeah, that's Carrie <laughs> Kelly. Yes. Carrie. Okay. Uh, so Carrie and then the brother and sister, Harper and... The Harper Cullen. is the brother. Cullen? Cullen. Is the brother? Cullen is the brother. Oh, you the remember brother, the name I Cullen? Thought- 
Shocking. It's the only name I remember. Uh, you both love your spouse's names. Yeah. Uh, Cullen, I thought, leaps and bounds ahead of where he was at in the pilot. Okay, but like we're trying, we're we're scraping at the bottom of the barrel here to be like, what can we attach to instead of just having dialogue machines, right? right. Like robots come out and be like, well, uh, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Anyway, goodbye for the next seven minutes. And then they just like go back into the hedges, like the Homer gif. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. And like Stephanie was the best I could do. Except for mm-hmm. maybe Harvey Dent. Is he like... Well, he's an adult, and that might help. <laughs> he, he's he been to the lean, mean boot camp of Supernatural for 18,000 years, yep. however long that show was on. Was he, uh, was he a Winchester? He was an angel. But his he, last name was Angel? He was Castile. He was a literal angel. He was a literal angel. Huh. Uh, I watched the show, the documentary ever. Lucifer, Caitlin, and he was not on that show, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking oh. about. You watch good shows, Ryan. <laughs> But Supernatural is good for five like seasons, okay? Out of... 15? I don't know. You can't tell. Are you, you jealous 13? that Ryan and I were not 20 feet away from the stars once upon a time? What? You seen them? Yeah, we were around yeah, them. in person. I hung out with them, so suck my and balls. We didn't care at all. Uh, we could have hung out with them. They asked us to, but we were like, we don't care. I like, suck we my don't balls. Care, and that's why they liked I, us so much. I actually had them over last night, and so you can suck my balls. Uh, we're best I, friends. I had a three, threesome with both Winchester brothers last night. So Both of them? Yeah. And a threesome? So he sucked their balls. Oh. <laughs> you told me to. You said suck their yeah, so was, you could suck their balls. I was directing the threesome. <laughs> wow. Um, I was actually filming it. I don't know if you guys saw, but I was filming the threesome that you uh, were directing. I don't know if you noticed this, but it was an old school film camera, and I was reloading the film into your camera while you were filming it. So I already knew that. Wow. And we all, as a group, had to spin the crank. <laughs> and you know what I mean when I say spin that crank. Because it takes one human person to spin that crank, and that means all three of us had to do it. Because <laughs> we are actually... Omegatron. All right, uh, back to the show. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. It's great. To? It's such a good show. Moments of the week. Are we done? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before we bounce, I have to say that the one thing that did not age well with time. Yeah. Uh, like you hit on a little bit, but this Druella person popping out of trash cans and being like, well, that's not what I would do if I was as evil as I am, which I am. That's. Mm-hmm. Please stop, show. Please stop. She just keeps saying, I'm Joker's daughter. I'm Joker's daughter. It's like, oh my God, like we fucking get it. Can you have what your own? character? What character was like, we don't give a shit. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, that was really good. I, I was, was into that. I was excited for that moment. And then I was like, oh, it's going to tone down. It's not. It does not. Well, she pulls a knife on Dent. Yeah. And Dent's like, well, if I had GCPD all around here, you guys would be shot right now. And. She's like, well, I guess that's true. I'll go away. And then you can see his, his name, Harper. What's the main character? Turner. Turner, Turner, Hayes. Turner Hayes. He's like, thank you. Thank you for getting rid of her. <laughs> that is awesome. All right. Moments of the week. Um, my moment of the week is when Joe Chill was talking to Turner and like, and told his part and like no part of Turner. Because when Turner was like, I believe you. I was like, I don't believe anything that's happening more. I love the moment of Joe Chill in a cell just trying to get people to believe his story, like his last <laughs> ditch effort. That was, I think, the best part of this episode. He's like, straight up, Turner Hales, they said you killed your parents, did you? No. But they said I killed your grandparents. 
Does that mean I didn't? And Turner is like, <gasps> he's innocent. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the psychology is like, <gasps> what? I'm loving this Hannibal lecture. Yeah. <laughs> as I believe what he said. Oh. Yep, that was my favorite part. Moment of the week. Ryan? Yes. Uh, I have a couple. Um, just the line, Joe Chill rides the lightning tomorrow. <laughs> they just, they all, they all, or sometimes they talk like they have... So many stacks of papes to sell in the morning before their game of stickball. <laughs> Joe Chill rides the lightning tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. How, how old kids talk now? Hmm, <laughs> like kids in the 20s did. Um, and, Caitlin, if I could do a least moment of the week, it's the fucking fight scene, which is probably one of the first, worst fight scenes I've ever seen on the CW. Woo! And I'm not saying that this fight scene in like the gym needs to be great. But when the fight scene started, I was like, oh, maybe this is what the show does. You know, maybe like they put all of their money and focus and attention onto the fight scenes, and that would be great because now we have something. Mm-hmm. I can't hang my hat or my watching on any of the characters, so I'll do it on the fight scenes, which is we've done that a billion times for a billion shows. It was terrible. It was poorly lit. It was mm-hmm. terribly shot. It was mm-hmm. terribly acted. Like it would show somebody uh, throwing a weight. But then yeah. you would see their hand come back with the weight, yep. and then they would drop the weight, yeah. and then it would cut to somebody mm-hmm. getting hit with the weight. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't have to be good at fight scenes, Gotham Knights, but you have to figure out at, like what you are good at. Because mm-hmm. it's not dialogue, it's not characterization, it's not plotting, and now it's, <laughs> it's not fighting. So They're like, not even good at crushing pills, to be honest. Did you see how they were crushing the pills? They crushed like five pills, and there was like so many bags of them. They're so bad at it. So what is it? And why did they crush the pills, Ryan? What is it? Because <laughs> you know what they were going to do with that? Like They, they weren't going to snort it. They don't know what to do with those drugs. But they crushed it so it's perfectly snortable. Like... <sighs> I was so confused. Mike, what's your moment of the week? Do you know what moment I think actually worked really well? And I can't just say when Ethan Embry turned around again. Uh, After their poor gym fight, Stephanie is breaking down in the corner because she's just like, a guy had a gun in my face. I actually didn't realize all of this was real. And she like, she was choked up and the motion worked and it felt real. And I did not expect that from any of these actors. And I was like, shit, she needs to get off this show as quick as possible. Uh, Spoiler. Stephanie is the best Spoiler. part. <laughs> yes. I have one more moment of the weekend. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, there's it's a guy, there's a terrible, terrible person, like, uh, just as a person mm-hmm. on the show. His name is Lincoln. He's just such a piece of shit. And then he gets assassinated. The show had Lincoln get assassinated. <laughs> Was Lincoln the other The, the other, other lawyer, yeah. The, when the ninjas ran in and said, I'm going to kill this guy, Lincoln, who I will assassinate, but not you, Kennedy. Too many coincidences. <laughs> Harvey. Like Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, right. my God. Somebody get Joe Rogan on the phone right now. <laughs> I'll call him. Well, uh, that was uh, that was Gotham Knights. Um, I think right now I need some help with the website, though. Oh, shit. Wait, I have one more moment of the week. Yeah. The news person at the end said Joseph Chill, better known as Joe Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you I, for thought, bra- I thought they had a longer last name. It was like Joseph Chilligan. Ch- Ch- Chilillian or something. All right. Who do you want to help you, Caitlin? Who do I want? Um, Ryan, I think you have a really... Um, I think you were telling me about something that you wanted to do for a website. Yeah, of course. I've been getting. I've been putting together this website. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Yo Chill. It's a joke chill dot com where when you tell a joke and somebody gets offended... You have a bucket of fucking ice to throw in their face. 
as hard as you can. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. And so it's not just like a little sprinkling of ice, mm-hmm. but a bucket hits you in the fucking face. So if you ever tell a joke and you're like, uh, knock, knock. Who, um, who's there? Uh, interrupting cow. Uh, interrupting. Boo! <laughs> and you don't like that fucking joke, even though it's a classic? Uh-huh. Um, if that person doesn't like it, then you throw a bucket of ice in their face and then the bucket. And that's at yo chill. It's a joke. Chill.com. I love that. And do you do well? I love that. If like you can go on the website and like order it and like make it happen like real quick. Oh, this is instant, by the way. Oh, I love that. So if you yeah. real if you halfway through a joke, you realize that this joke is not landing. You can go to the website at the same time you're telling it, and then a bucket will appear. I don't know the technology. Yeah. That, like, that's not my thing. I'm an idea yeah. man. And then the bucket will appear in your hand, and you can throw it immediately. Wow. I, this is such a, a brilliant idea. I think I need to send it to my friend, cybersprout.net. Uh, they offer premium hosting, specifically built for WordPress, and they will handle your security, maintenance, backup, speed optimization, which I know speed is like a thing. <laughs> like, I need it's the like, bucket in my hand, Caitlin. You need that bucket in your hand right away. Yeah. I think Cybersprout can help get that bucket in your hand faster than anyone else. They're even going to migrate your website for free for you. Isn't that crazy? They're going to work with you hand-in-hand, ice bucket to ice bucket, um, with you, and they're going to fo- focus on collaboration, goal-driven design, and help your website reach the right customers. It's going to be easy to manage with, with easy <laughs> data fields. Easy to say. Easy to easy promote. Easy to say. And they're going to have custom templates, drag-and-drop tools, CyberSprout. It's going to be your digital partner for that little world. Uh, do you know any not-not jokes? Um, <laughs> do you want another one from me? Yeah. Not-not. Uh, Who's there? Goliath. Goliath who? Goliath down, you looketh tired. <laughs> See, I don't need a bucket for that one. It's just I didn't know there was no bucket needed for that no. one. But if it was bad, I would definitely go to your website. Thanks to Cybershot. Uh, um, yo, chill. It's a joke, chill. Yep. Dot com. Yep. Um, well, that was a great website. And coming up next is the poll list. We're back in here in the poll list, and our first show is going to be Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, Jughead has been tasked to write an entire comic book, so he decides to write a horror comic featuring high schoolers, narrated by the Key Keeper, an evil janitor. This episode becomes Jug's comic as the Key Keeper gives us four tales starring the Riverdale gang. Taste buds? Anthology episodes are notoriously up and down. Did any of these horror stories work? Uh, hey, Mike, you fucking key keeper asshole. How about all of them were? How about what? every single one was delight? This was the best episode of Riverdale in six years. Should wow. Riverdale be an anthology show or should it be a 10 minutes at a time anthology show? <laughs> what happened is that all of the kids were like, oh, this is the 50s, but it's like a comic book. So I'm going to act like I've never seen Archie act like this. Like he smiled. He frowned. He had emotions. What? It was do you want to go through each story real quick? Yes, please. Okay. Story one. Story one was uh, Dilton Doily. Oh, wow. He's back. Yeah. Um, so he can't make a shot. So all of the um, all the jocks have to run up and down the court until he makes a shot and he can't make one. Mm. Until he finds an axe. And he's like, you know what I'll do instead? And then the coach gets there the next morning and like, oh, shit, Dilton, Dilton Doily, you're making all the shots. 
but it's with one of the jocks' heads. And when they look over the basketball thing with all like the with all the basketballs, it's all of the other jocks' heads because that's how he makes shots, motherfuckers. Wait, but okay, question, and I hope this is answered. How does a head fly better than a basketball? Look, he has that. He has the passion in his heart and in his hands to make that fucking through the hoop. The human okay. head weighs eight pounds. Uh, so... Yes, it does. Jared Lipnicki. <laughs> Uh, Maybe. Should we reveal that we have former Jerry Maguire yeah. star Jared Lipnicki on the you show? You guys call me Mike because it's like my pseudonym, but I'm Jerry Lipnicki. Because the uh, human Mike weighs 800 pounds. <laughs> the second one is Archie runs out of gas. And so he knocks on the door and it's Cheryl's grandmother or mother or whatever that old bitch is in the wheelchair. Grandmother. Uh, fine. And she's like, yes, you can stay here, but you cannot fuck my sexy granddaughter. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, uh, sure. Okay, old lady. And then he's in bed just thinking like, oh, I'm going to get some. <laughs> and like, it's it's the best acting I've ever seen from him. And then he's he goes out, but then Cheryl's like, no, go back in. And I'm thinking, right away, I'm thinking, the granddaughter is Cheryl, right? Mm-hmm. Like, by right. day, she's granddaughter. By night, she is Cheryl. No. Uh Archie and Cheryl fuck all night, and then he goes and eats breakfast the next day with the granddaughter in the wheel or the grandmother in the wheelchair, and he's like, um, "I followed all your rules, didn't fuck any of your granddaughters." And she's like, "Oh, that's good because the one that I have has open sore leprosy, and if you <laughs> fucked her, you will have le- you'll be covered in leprosy." And then a falling apart body Cheryl comes out and says, "Archie, I love you." Oh my god! It just that's gets amazing. better. Number three is Betty's like, I need a new hairdo because everyone calls her basic Betty. Because Lily yeah. Reinhardt, uh, as a person, very ugly, right? Uh, just not an attractive person. So everybody at school calls her basic Betty. So she gets a beehive. How do you control a beehive? Uh, you uh, just spray it with hairspray. So she has a giant 1950s hairdo. <laughs> she walks around in school. All the girls are jealous. All the boys love her. She keeps spraying the hairspray. And then she passes over and dies. Oh. It's a fucking actual beehive, and the bees crawled into her brain, and they fucking killed her. Wow. <laughs> wow. I thought one of the girls was going to let her head on fire. Same. Same. <laughs> and then the coup de grace, uh, Veronica from the 50s, is sitting there with her former boyfriend, Jughead, and saying, uh, these seem misogynistic. These seem like uh, you're just making uh, women the villains and the morons. Um, why don't I write a story? So, guys, the fourth story of the night... And this is my moment of the week, Caitlin, is um, Veronica's like, you know, it's always like uh, the love triangle where the boy is in the middle and the boy gets what's up because that's sort of how Archie started was with mm-hmm. Veronica and Betty and Archie. Um, so Archie is going out with Betty and Veronica and he's very open about it. He's like, no, Veronica, I love you, but I have to go out with Betty and vice versa and just fucks them all every other night and then sleeps all day Sunday because he's so out of jizz. Like, this is, these are quotes from the show. And then uh, they both say, we can't go out with you, Archie. And he's like, well, no, that's fine because I'm going to take my mom to the prom. Uh, what? Turns out he took a different, a third girl to the prom and they're like, fuck this. So they do what's natural. And they stra- they drug him, they strap him to a table, they take a chainsaw, cut him in half, and then the, re- the rest of the episode is a-, a date night with Veronica with the top half of Archie and Betty with the bottom half of Archie. And finally, wow. they could enjoy Archie together. Wow. Guys, this was, I almost, halfway through this, I almost texted you guys and said, fuck Gotham Knights, we're watching this this week. Wow. Wow. 
Well, that one sounds like a lot of fun. And um, I have another moment of the week. Okay. Um, they they show Jughead's drawing of the keykeeper, and he's like, "What Mike was doing, like the crypt keeper, like <laughs> yeah, yeah." But then it cuts to when we go to the normal stories. Uh, it's just a guy with keys, and yeah. I guess they found an actor who sort of looks like this disgusting drawing that Jughead drew. Also, the actual moment of the week is he's walking towards the camera with his keys and being like, I'm going to tell you some stories. And then for no reason, they cut to the other side of the hallway and just show the guy walking towards nothing. <laughs> like, there's no camera in front of him. They just show him walking towards nothing, which I think was actually brilliant. I actually love when they do that. Yeah, that's fucking Riverdale. Wow. Riverdale, you're killing it. Uh, and Riverdale's Wednesdays on CW. Make sure you check it out, because apparently it's good again. Um, oh, just for this week. No, just I'm, for I'm this sure, week. Yeah, it'll be terrible. Watch last week's episode. It's on the CW app. Um, but up next is going to be Superman and Lois. Uh, on this week's episode of Superman and Lois, Lois confides in her new friend from Keen and shares her struggle with Clark's denial of the severity of cancer while also trying to get more dirt on Mannheim. Meanwhile, Clark is projecting his fears of losing Lois by preventing Jordan from continuing his super training. Everything falls apart when Vagina Face blasts Superman and tries to take him out with Kryptonite. Jordan saves him but also gets blasted by Kryptonite. Taste buds, I ask you this. Do you feel like Bruno Mannheim has evolved from a cartoon-like villain to a three-dimensional and relatable character? I mean, having the love who is stricken by cancer, and that's why he's experimenting on so many people who are mostly unwilling, Mm -hmm. I guess makes him more relatable. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't... I don't put him up to, like, Killmonger or Thanos level of, like, oh, I see what you're doing. Like, he's still ruining people and even before she got cancer was a terrible monster so i feel like he was a terrible monster but i feel like he is in some way humanized like i could see this as a person like who has power and just wants to save like someone um like i I could see it a little bit more and it's less like cartoony because i he came in and i was like i do not like this guy this is not like even a character he's just bad and at mm. least they're giving him something where i'm like okay well i get why he right. would do this for his sister he is doing something good for his community but he's also doing all these horrible things on top of it which we don't even know about because it's we're getting little tidbits of it at time and even she I, she has cancer and like she's pretty charming and personable when she's not in costume but like she's still trying to kill Superman, like so, she's also yeah. murdering people just so she can live longer. That was a reveal. Were you expecting Vagina no. Face to be his sister? I, I that that did surprise me. Also, she doesn't have a name, so it's just going to be Vagina Face. It, from it now is. On. I don't think they've said it in the show, but it yeah. looks so similar to a character from the comics called Onomatopoeia, mm-hmm. who makes onoma. Do you know what that onomatopoeia is? Is the term of like pow? Yeah, like it says is the right, and so mm-hmm. that's. I'm on a pee in the comics says like bang and people are like what and don't realize they just got shot. Oh, uh, that would make sense. I think that's who this is a take on just mm-hmm. based on the the spirally, as you say, vagina face. It's and, cinnamon roll or vagina. You choose. Uh, you know what? That's a choice I have to wake up to every morning. And tonight. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it is humanizing him more. Um it, it's it's still not what I'm caring about the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Lois going through cancer and the two of them and like Clark not being able to handle it and then her calling him out and being mm-hmm. like, because you've never had to worry about this. Yeah. 
you I being think that was like isn't helpful. I think that was the most effective. Like even like because it starts out with Clark going to like a group therapy session and right. like walking out because everyone's talking about basically cancer and death and he's like that's not going to be me i can't do that i'm not going to be in here so he walks out and then lois is like trying to get everything prepared in case anything does happen and he's like her will and everything and putting the house and whatever the kids names or something and he's like no we don't have to worry about that that's not going to happen it's like dude she is human eventually this will happen yeah and he's just not coming to terms with it and poor little jordan poor little Superboy. oh yeah he he's like training. He's like I crushed all the scores. And he's like go harder. And then he beats some flame skull guy and bizarre Superman hologram version. And then Clark just starts shooting with lasers from all around the room. And he's like you should have expected that. And Jordan's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and and I love how Jordan's like, Dad's just crazy right now. Dad's yeah. just being dad right now. They, they, I feel like they get they they really nail teenagers on this show, man. They do really really well, and I really like Jordan as a character. And I feel like he has that like Superman aspect of just like understanding what's going on, even though he's like a young teenager. And it's very good. Um, I do like when they get home. Jordan goes to his mom and he's like, "Dad was shooting laser beams at yeah. me." <laughs> Lois is just like, "What? <laughs> Why'd you shoot laser beams at my son?" Like, that was very funny and delightful, and I really enjoyed yeah. that. Despite her coming home and being all worried, um, the other part of the story was the Lana Kyle situation. Lana, this show. Well, sorry, Lana Chrissy Kyle. Lana, well, it's Lana Chrissy Kyle, Sarah Sophie. Jonathan. Yes. I guess those are separate, but some overlapping. Let's talk about the one you just brought up. Lana, Chrissy, Kyle. They finally... Uh, Lana chewing Kyle out. Yes. And then Chrissy well, is Chrissy just and- on the uh, other side of the mini-mart yes. <laughs> like, aisle. The little like stanchion or whatever that thing is. But yeah, Kyle and Chrissy get caught. Yeah. And it's right after Chrissy's like, we're going to get caught. We need to come clean. And he's like, I'm okay. But before that even happens, before they get caught, Kyle goes on a fucking hike while he leaves his children with no food. And I was like, this is so relatable divorce wise, like going to dad's house and no food being there. (laughs) Yes, but yeah, I'll say Uh, Sarah is 16. Yeah, I think Sophie is 12. Yeah. Acting like she's five. Yeah. Fuck you. It's also divorce. I guess I was left alone. Like my sister was nine and I was six and we fended for ourselves fine. So I have no sympathy for these weirdos. I have sympathy for them because I was 12 and I didn't find food. I guess uh, my parents divorced when I was 10 months. So like I lived my whole life like that. It was never like a get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) They had no food and I was like, this is so relatable. And then she just left and ran away. Well, what I liked about this storyline is the show is finally acknowledging that it forgets Sophie exists most episodes. Yes! Because she's like, when her and Jonathan are talking on the wall towards the end, and she's like, everybody always forgets about me if they don't want me around. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's true. They yeah. should not have created you as a character. You, yep. Your your pony probably has alopecia too, because um, we don't see you all the time. Um but yeah, no, I literally couldn't even remember her name before, mm-hmm. during, or after this because she is such a minor character. Right. And But I mean, they did give her her moment. She was able to reunite the family and ish. Ish. 
Inch. Did, did did the Jonathan her bonding work for you? Where he was like, "Yeah, my family forgets me because I'm not special too." <laughs> like it wasn't like, "No, you are special." He's like, "Yeah, it sucks being the least interesting person in the family." <laughs> yep, that one. I was like, "Well, yep." I don't know that one. That one got me. I felt like it was good. And now I'm curious if they're going to try to do like a love triangle between the twin brothers and oh yes, Jonathan is going to go with um, Sarah. Sarah. It feels like, but very naturally building that way. Yes, which the show is doing so good, so good. And I, ha- I have to say, I think I ship Sarah and Jonathan. Oh, they, I love Sarah and Jordan though. I but we'll have not. to. You I have to sell don't me on like that whiny boy. He was so sweet when they were together, though. I like them together. No, he sucks. Um, well, I think we're we're about time. So, what's your moment of the week? I have a couple. Okay. Uh, one, Chrissy and Kyle are in bed in a way that revealed way more than I thought a CW show would. Yeah. Uh, it was surprising. But she makes a face, and he rolls over. He's like, "Oh, my breath." I did have garlic. Of course, Kyle Cushing has bedside Banaka that's just ready to go whenever he needs it. <laughs> and then right after, she's like, Kyle, I don't want to be some side piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of that tracks. Uh, and then the, the the talk between Lois and, and Superman and him saying, I've been obsessed with keeping him safe because for the first time in our relationship, I can't keep you safe. And then mm-hmm. just the two of them back and forth. Man, they are good actors. Yeah, that whole, that's my moment of the week too, that ending moment where it's just like he finally crumbles, literally Mm -hmm. he just crumbles and he's like, I can't, it's because I can't save you. Like I I feel powerless for once. And so I was trying to control what I can control with Jordan and then I fucked that up too. And then Jordan almost dies, but apparently now Jordan's immune to kryptonite. It just doesn't hurt him as much as it hurts Clark. That's cool. Crazy. Crazy, and I like his his like goggles and old timey aviator like I hate leather it. helmet thing. So That's dumb, hilarious. so freaking dumb. But I'm like, it's okay because he's young, so it can be super dumb. But he has to eventually get something <laughs> that looks good. That. Let's get him a rocketeer helmet. Yeah, we need. He needs to get a girlfriend that can sew, or he needs to learn how to sew, or maybe you know, Jonathan, your the brother can sew. The, yeah, the brother. That's, what, that's your skill set here. Another <laughs> moment that, that I feel like we have to talk when Jonathan and Sophie are bonding and. Mm-hmm. He's like, I mean, my mom's like this Pulitzer winning journalist. My dad is so great and busy. And, you know, Jordan's such a big deal. And Sophie's like, Jordan's not a big deal. Yeah. Sarah dumped him. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. He's like, yeah, yeah, she did. Uh, okay. Um, well, Superman and Lois is two, day- two days. Tuesdays two on the days. CW. Uh, you should be watching it because it's very good. Um, up next is going to be Titans. On episode 10 of the fourth season of Titans, Sebastian has created a game that thanks to dark magic, everyone is addicted to. The only problem is that when you die in the game, you fall into a coma in real life. He also is trying to destroy uh, the horn, but only manages to murder May in the process. Meanwhile, Gar and the Doom Patrol crew are playing their own game of how do we get out of this house, which Corey also gets sucked into. Taste buds, I ask you this. Would you do an escape room with the Doom Patrol crew? They they skim in a rink, the Doom Patrol crew? Is this, like, is this our actual Doom Patrol like actors and everything? I'm assuming so. Yes. I mean, yeah, Crazy I Jane is there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Crazy Jane is there. Yep. And Rita Farr. Yep. And the and others. Cliff. All of them. The tin guy. 
crazy. Made of tin. I think that's the best thing that the tin the Titans could do is bring in Doom Patrol. Yes. Much like the best thing that suddenly Susan can do is bring in the Friends and Seinfeld gang. It's a reference. Say bring in Doom Patrol. <laughs> bring in the Doom Patrol. Um, Titans is Thursdays on HBO Max. Our next and final show is on the poll list is The Flash. Season 9, Episode 9 of The Flash is being referred to as one of the best episodes in The Flash history. Oh, what could shit. be contributing to that? Well, it's Barry's 30th birthday, and Team Flash tries to throw him a surprise birthday, but it all goes awry when Bloodwork crashes the party. Luckily, Barry's big surprise, Mr. Oliver Queen, a.k.a. <gasps> the Arrow, a.k.a. Mr. Salmon Ladder, a.k.a. Look at these cum gutters, also crashes the party and saves the day. Taste Mike and Ryan, I ask you this. Are you now going to go back and watch this episode? I'm sorry, Stephen Amell is in this episode? The cum gutters himself. <laughs> Mr. Cu- Mr. Stephen cum gutters Amell? Yes, I'm going to go back and watch this show. I thought I was always told that the cum gutters were like the gaps in between my teeth. Is that not <laughs> true? They're friends Stephen we made Amell. along the way. Uh, no, I didn't know. I, I, will, I will never watch this episode. But I, I, I didn't know that Stephen Amell was in this. Yep. Do Patrol in one show, Stephen Amell in another? Yep. These shows we hate try to want us to watch it. Wow. I like how our own show is like advertisements for the shows we're supposed to watch. And we, (laughs) we are still, no, thank you. (laughs) Wow. Um, Well, if you do want to watch The Flash, it is going to be on CW on Wednesdays. Um, But that's the end of our poll list. Up next is going to be. X-Taz. This week on X-Men, we get the origin of Mr. Sinister, a.k.a. Dr. Nathaniel Essex, through the narration of an ancestor of Charles Xavier. What? Who was expecting that? Because I was definitely not. No. When they said Xavier, though, I was like, oh, my God, you're going to do this. And I was waiting to hear like other last names to see who I could like match it to. I don't know if you guys are movie people, but when I saw the 1800s, I was expecting a gentle merchant ivory drama between an upstairs and a downstairs. Mm -hmm. I guess that's sort of what we got. We got that sort of, but uh, we did get Jack the Ripper. Yes. Not um, who we think is typically killing horrors, but instead a a spooky-faced white ghost man who is scaring people to death. And then later, Jack the Ripper, who probably is killing horrors, who works for Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister. Yes. See, Who, Caitlin, you said yep. Mr. Sinister. Yeah. But it's Mr. Sinister, right? Sinister. 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 <laughs> uh, and you know he's a wackadoo and evil because he used to be a doctor and he went, no, call me Mr. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a downgrade for most people, buddy. Why? Yeah. Why isn't he Dr. Sinister? He should be Dr. Sinister because he was a doctor. The doctors have mocked him, so he's no longer part of their He's like, I don't want to be a doctor. The doctors turned him into a mockter. Oh. So, as you mentioned, we do start out in 1988, London. 1888. Nope. 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 The past of 19... Wham is on the radio. A young President Reagan is saying, tear down that wall. (laughs) One more eight. So, 1888. Old foggy London town. And um, I was just trying to think, is this like... Is this guy old enough to be Xavier's grandpapa, or like? Yes. He, yes. So, Mister Mr. Sinister mm-hmm. and Professor Xavier 
are his grandfather are uh, compatriots. Yes, they're compatriots. But let me set the scene. 1888. Wham is on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) A young Harry S. Truman (laughs) said, tear down that wall. (laughs) We're in London. We're getting a story in the perspective of Xavier trying to figure out where Sinister is or what's up with Sinister. I would like to say that the intro of this episode is four old men trying to figure out problems and then it changes. That does not happen. This is four old men just coughing on each other (laughs) for 30 minutes straight. I was waiting for the bubonic plague to happen or something like that because I was like, okay, maybe this is the time. I'm not good at history. Or like Apocalypse and his horsemen come out or something where like there's punching this is this is 22 minutes of ancient mutant c-span james xavier has hair that starts like behind his ears on the top of his head behind his ears and goes down into a partial beard in the 1888 and he's got that weird like to see a character to see hair on the top of their head that is what's weird for me ryan Uh (laughs) ouch he got he got the powers but he lost the hair and uh 18 he has the bobbies I just have to say 1888 to sell myself. Oh, He's no. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> the first album they put on is a rap album. It's like 1888. Uh, he, he's getting the bobbies to chase down some, a red-eyed dude. The bells are chiming. Uh, and he's like, I've been chasing him for 50 years. I rewrote it. He did say five zero fifty 50 years. So at this point, mm-hmm. he is the oldest guy in the world tracking down the other oldest guy in the yep. world. Yeah. They're old as, they're old as dirt. <laughs> because so, I choked because there was so much. Do we go back from 1888, which is sort of, I think, a flashback back to 1838? Is this yes. a flashback in a flashback? It's a so flash you guys flash. both know that my favorite thing is when they say, "Oh shit, it's eight minutes till the bomb goes off," and there's eight minutes left in the episode. That's my fucking favorite thing. Yeah. But my second favorite thing is when there's like, "Oh, remember this time?" And then somebody has the audacity in the boodle-do to say. Do you remember this time? And this this episode does it. Mm-hmm. It is bold enough to do it, and it keeps going back and forth between it too. Mm-hmm. They just keep doing it. Yeah, um, and, and you you have to understand that young audiences of six and seven years old are totally keeping track of all of the yeah. goings on of this episode. Uh, we totally understand. They look different. Uh, now, Caitlin, up top, you said you were tracking down other surnames to see if there was other descendants or ancestors yes. mentioned. Who else did you get? Uh, nothing. Um, I was trying to figure out Essex with uh, Mr. Sinister, but I was like, "Oh, Mr. Sinister just stays." That's, Mr. Sinister. I mean, that is our Mr. Sinister, right? That just that is, he that is our Mr. Sinister. Yes. Oh, I noticed Mike um, Xavier. Those characters oh. have the same last name. Well, we did start with that. Thank you. Yes. And then also <laughs> Essex is probably the same Mr. Sinister. Yes. Yes, we did talk about that. Uh, you guys didn't track two other ones that are important. No. no. <laughs> why don't you fucking dazzle us with your yeah, know-how? Yeah, why don't you dude? tell us? Why are you setting this up? I just see disappointment in your I eyes. Can't you should say you guys. <laughs> why don't Sinister is married when he's still Nathaniel to Rebecca too. or something? Rebecca Gray. Laura oh, Gray. Oh, wow. Mark is so Jean smart. Oh, okay. All right. Another so we got. Another guy they have running with is Mr. Summers. Oh, mm. uh, you know, chowderheads. and it is in London. What does London have? Gray summers. Wait. Not a lot of sunlight. I thought so... you were going to say storms. <laughs> so everyone's from London? Banshee. Yeah, basically everybody's from London. So mutants starting in in London. Fish and chips, hello, hello. Is this argument, and I know we've seen a thousand apocalypse episodes that are like, no, mutants have been around since Egypt. 
But this episode really makes it seem like, I don't know, I think Mr. Sinister just made mutants happen. Yeah. That's what it seems like. But also, like, there were mutants before that. He just took their powers and, like, multiplied them like a billion. There's a deleted scene where uh, Mr. Sinister tapes mutant DNA to a football. (laughs) And then also on the tape, he writes ancient Egypt. And he throws that football so fucking hard. Starts mutants in ancient Egypt. Whoa. Yeah. That's a hard throw. Guys, seminal soap opera of the early 90s. Were you guys surprised when Charles Darwin came up? <laughs> episode? <laughs> and, and the big pl- part that Charles Darwin did play in this whole episode? Has anyone in uh, fiction history ever coughed this much and not died? No, this, I was so shocked that we never got a, a kerchief with blood on it. Yes. Oh, where was the kerchief with blood, Mike? I thought Darwin was going to take a dar loss. <laughs> Life. I was like, are they going to tell us how Darwin died? Because I don't know that history. I don't know this. Is it? No. Is it? I thought they were <laughs> tuberculosis dancing. or something. I thought they were dancing around the whole like, um, maybe there's a god, maybe there's not. But I think this episode firmly comes out. If you believe in God, you're a fucking moron, right? Yeah, because old Xavier does. And yes. he argues with Darwin because he says, how can you account for the human soul? Weren't made of God's own image? And Darwin and Essex are like, uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> oh, a moron you are. I see. I see. Yeah, that was wild. And then it's like, he's like, it's on the verge of blasphemy. But, mm-hmm. but I like that because he says that. And then Darwin and Essex are talking. And Essex is like, yeah. And Darwin clearly likes people fawning over him. And he's like, I got to caution you. These are dangerous times for free thinking men of science. Right. Like, oh, shit. Darwin is on Mr. Sinister's side. Mm-hmm. Free, free thinking men means scientists. So they're like, oh, we discovered this bone from a dinosaur. That's not in the Bible. Heresy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Blasphemy. Oh, um, we're standing on dirt. Dirt's not mentioned in the Bible. Heresy, we'll blasphemy, see. kill them. And he's just, he's straight up, he's like, you should be discreet. And Sinister is like, yeah, man, I'll build a basement and torture people. You're right, Darwin. <laughs> yeah. And Darwin's like, wait, what'd you say? Oh, you know what the most discreet shit would be if we're, if we're, if we're going to like talk like bros? White face, red eyes. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Which is wild. So he tries, first Mr. Sinister, though, before Mr. Essex, sorry, Dr. Essex, Mm -hmm. prior to Sinister, um, he tries to get all the rest of the scientists on board because he is a, you know, a doctor. So he shows them these people with powers, which... And does it like a complete freak show. Yes. Like, welcome to the carnival. Yeah. He, like, pulls back the curtain. He's like, hey, these are my my dudes. And (laughs) one guy can, like make static electricity and then the <laughs> other guy like can boil water right. which are like the way that he presented these powers it's like this is like you did this to yourself my dude right. like, but like it's like these are the mutant powers before electricity it's like yeah. oh look at the old school tiny little mutant yeah. powers yes what and if he Darwin had somebody calls him out oh yeah he's like these are parlor tricks <laughs> oh this is my friend Magneto. uh he's gonna pull all the iron from your blood yeah that, that would that would have worked yeah, for sure. Like, kill someone on the spot. And that, that gets the people going. Guys, if you need a business presentation, kill someone on the spot. Kill what are we doing? Stage. Kill that elephant, just like Edison. <laughs> kill the, what? He killed Topsy the elephant. Oh. There's I a whole know. song about it in the documentary Bob's Burgers, but Tom <laughs> Edison really did kill Topsy the elephant. I'm not going to fuck with you, Mike. I didn't know about that until Bob's Burgers. Wow. Really? Yeah. That was your uh, Tulsa introduction to, to Edison being a bad person. He's a shit. So, you know, Dr. Essex, he's like, come on, guys. 
these are mutants. This isn't just like a parlor trick. Get on board because we can be gods if we do this. And that's when you're like, mm, this guy has probably something wrong with him. Yeah, I think that's when doctors like cross the line is that doctors are always for good only. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. doctor. Mm-hmm. And then when you're like, doctor, fuck that. I think I'm God. That's God when people turn. are like, uh, I, you may have crossed the line here, bud. For sure. And so then he's doing all these experiments. At one point we see like a toe. Do you see that like dead ass foot? Like no, on screen for no reason. I did no not reason? see a dead toe. There's like a dead ass foot. Like it was a white foot. And there I was think- no explanation of it. But there was like a dead ass drawn foot. I have two explanations for this. I have toe foot blindness, which means I totally missed the scene. Or Caitlin has the reverse. She adds toes and feet to everything she watches. You had to have I, seen the white toes. I don't know if I saw white toes, Caitlin. I'm oh, sorry. my God. I'm going to send you a screenshot later so that way you can put it it's as... It's just going to be her toes, dude. Don't, <laughs> don't click the link because it's going to cost you $20. Send me a screenshot because I tried because there's a point. Somebody shoves Sinister over it and he lays on the carpet, but he's so languid and just like, come in <laughs> And he falls and I tried to screenshot to show you guys and it wouldn't let me disney plus blacks that shit out yeah d D plus knows when you're doing a screenshot lame d plus because i tried to send you guys so many screenshots of that one rogue butt episode (laughs) yeah over and over again it doesn't work uh but there is a there's a toe portion it's very bad that's the worst part of the episode um toe after toe um dr essex cures his own wife rebecca even though he's not supposed to be practicing on her i mean and i guess that's a good law right don't practice, practice on, on your, your family wife. but before that he's like hey xavier i guess you're the second best doctor so xavier has to come over and they get in a fight mm-hmm. at the dinner table like uh xavier's like i don't think i can save your wife and essex like throws up his glass like i don't think you can save shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's about to leave the room like he just turns to leave the room and xavier's like i don't fucking know what that guy's talking about he's an <laughs> idiot he, we can see him in the background of the shot. <laughs> he has not left the room. And uh, the the dad of the Lord wife, Gray. he's like, I know, he's a fucking moron <laughs> idiot. You can still see. This is why he went bad. You can see him in the back. This is Wait. his father-in-law who he thinks he loves and his best friend. They're <laughs> saying this shit about him. Classic rule of hanging out. Count down five alligators when somebody storms out of the room and then talk shit. You can see him in the background. Mm-hmm. It was wild. All of it wild. Um, but yeah, Essex cures Rebecca, but who knows how he came with all the, like came about all the stuff until, until. It's pet cemetery. It's torture. Yeah. We have, uh, what's his name? Xavier comes in and, finds his people well he's like come see my my accomplishments and he's already in mr sinister at this point white skin red eyes he's like look at it and he shows like all the people that he has trapped in like a a, right a jail cell yeah movies and tv have taught me that if you're carnivaling you're at your low like that's (laughs) you're you're at the lowest if 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 you're like hey i'm so dope i got people in cages no you're at your lowest it's probably not cool my dude i'm just gonna like say that and all these people are trying to escape. Xavier tries to let these people go. And Sinister's like, nah, dog. And, but they leave the keys on the floor. And so, of course, Static Boy is able to grab these keys with the static powers and get everyone out. And all these people were fl- fleeing. And he's like, I am going to treat these people, even though they're in cages, I'm treating these people better than you know society would treat way. them. The world would. I, and then we get a taste of that when they all get out and everyone's like, freaks, freaks, freaks. When- <laughs> freaks, 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 uh, freaks, freaks, freaks. As, as they're running out from the mansion, he's like, no, my babies, my babies. Yes, yes, he says that and it's so weird. Like, 
You, these were literally caged. Like this guy, a freak. This I, guy be weird. I love how the opposite of Xavier, like philosophically, is Magneto, right? Magnus. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Xavier thinks we can all live together. Magneto thinks that we have to war. The opposite of Xavier and <laughs> Mr. Sinister is like, I'm going to say normal things. I'm going to say the weirdest things ever. Where's my daddies? Everybody ride my daddies. I love them all. Put them in cages until it's time to ride them. Mr. Sinister, calm down, bud. You scream the weirdest ass shit. Weirdest shit. The weirdest shit. The weirdest shit. And <laughs> The weirdest shit. And it keeps going, guys. <laughs> Because then Xavier tastes the Kool-Aid of like weird shit talking because he's trying to explain to the townspeople like, no, these are like normal people. These are fine. These, these are, they're, they're, they're just fine. like you and me. And like the way that he's doing it is like, he's just like, they're just like you and me. They don't choose this. It's just like your eye color. Yeah. The color of your eyes. So you can well, believe he knows he can skin. say skin color yeah, he wasn't because say they'd skin. be like, well, we I feel like there was like that in the 1880s. almost a pause the way that he's the color of your <laughs> Eyes. You can see that's, him looking at their all white angry faces and be yeah. like, nope. That's the voice actor in the booth being like, oh, quick change. <laughs> Audible. Uh, in the meantime, as he's saying, we should accept all these people. Mr. Sinister is just in the background yep. eating his own feces, <laughs> waving candy canes in the air. Yep. And then Xavier's like, they need a villain. So they're like, that guy, is, he's the bad one. All right, he's I'll do it. He's your demon. And he is. Is this before or after he asbestos his face up to be as white as possible? Oh, he's he's after. white boy at this point. Yeah, he this is after. pretty early and wears sunglasses at all times. Yeah. And nobody says word one about and it. And his wife, Rebecca, doesn't see it until she knocks off his sunglasses she's after like, she's cured. He tries to, after this moment, he then goes to back to his house and he tries to get Rebecca and be like, come with me. You know, and she's because I did it all for you. I did this all for you, and she's like, "What did you even do to me? Now I don't even understand what happened to me. Why am I cured?" She's like, "I don't want this." Also, why does my driver's license say gray and yours says sinister? <laughs> do, should we talk about that? Well, uh, I love that he's, that they speak of sinister experiments. Sinister. Hmm. Every time, sinister. It's, it's like an Austin Powers that. movie. Yes. Every time they say the word sinister. Oh, I love that word. He, gets uh, he also on. picks like the perfect kind of glasses that are like um, the Corinthian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you've got fucking mouths under those eyes, don't you? Yeah, like what? Are you, those are the Touch worst glasses you mouths, can pick. <laughs> I miss the Corinthian in my life. He's he's got those cum gutters too. <laughs> yeah, it's their eyes though. That's <laughs> yeah. gross, Kate. Uh, Mike, you know what this reminded me of? Um, what if the Mister Freeze Btaz episode? One of the wow. no- most notoriously great episodes of television of all time was the worst it could possibly Wasn't. be. <laughs> so the episode ends with Mr. Sinister saying, no, I'm or sorry, Dr. Essex saying, no, call me Mr. Sinister. And then we have old Xavier saying, I pray someone can stop Mr. Sinister someday. And that's how our episode ends. Well, no, it, it ends with young charles who's old waking up turning the light on closing his darwin book that was the same copy that he signed to nathaniel essex we did not need that shit at all yes well yeah yeah it was well i couldn't tell the difference between you know xavier and xavier you know facial hair they had different amounts of facial and hair. i didn't know if maybe he lost his hair too okay well they uh... it never occurred to me until this conversation that he 
upgraded his last name from Essex to Sinister, but then had to downgrade the first part of his name from <laughs> Doctor to Mister. <laughs> Doctor Sinister just does not have the same ring as Mister Sinister. Mister. It's Mr. to you, sir. I can't be Dr. Sinoctor. <laughs> Wait, that guy's a badass. <laughs> and far more educated than one Mr. Sinister. Oh, you have a BA? I call that BS. <laughs> bachelor of Science, yes. <laughs> yeah, I call it a Bachelor of Science. You called one Bachelor a different Bachelor? <laughs> All right. I guess this is just a Bachelor party. <laughs> Okay, guys, I think it's time for us to go to our awards. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> did you forget the award awards? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I might have. And, uh, yep, that's me. Um, so first word is going to be most 90s thing. Ryan, what is your most 90s, 90s thing? I think in the 90s, it was just like, let's do an episode where it's scientists talking for the entire time and nothing else happens. That's so 90s to me. It's just like, what is this, 1992 or maybe 91? What if like a bunch of scientists got together? You know what I'm saying? Dumb. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? I think that's really kind of the perfect answer. This 1888, sorry, 1838 show just reminded me of the 90s because of like everybody was like, "Yo, what up, scientists? Oh, are you? Oh, here comes trouble. It's a scientist." They were always saying that in the 90s. Wow, wow, science. Yeah, that's what they said. Um. Wow. Mm-hmm. What actually reminded me of the 90s is, uh, even though it's a cartoon, having a bunch of the same actors play their ancestors with different mm-hmm. hair. Oh, hello there. Well, hello there. Well, hello there. <laughs> and you're like, I know that voice. Uh, that feels very 90s. And, uh, Mike, we do have the same exact thing, because mine is old-timey English accents with the same actors. Um, so... That means, Mike, you do automatically get a point. Congratulations. There's one point where uh, they walked in on, like, some borderline English-Irish guy, like, bowled over a trough, like, peeking or something. Mm -hmm. And they picked him up, and he was like, like, they had no accent for him. Like, they were out of voices. I think they talk like this. They're just didgeridoos, right? It's just a fucking island of didgeridoos. (laughs) I would love to hear people just talk like didgeridoos. It's beautiful. Um, but... Let me tell you from experience, didgeridoo don't. Oh, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Our next award is for best gas line. Mike, what's yours? They speak of sinister experiments. <laughs> sinister. Hmm. <laughs> I, went, <That's... gasps> I can't believe this show's doing this bullshit. That's a little more specific than mine, Caitlin. I said every time anyone said the word sinister, mm-hmm. I just gasped because I had to gasp because of how long the show <laughs> zoomed in on Essex's face. If you don't gasp, you cry. I've heard. <laughs> now, in my memory, before I was born, uh, anytime anybody said the word Ryan around my parents, it stopped and like the camera zoomed and they were like, mm-hmm. should we? And that's why they named me Sinister. Should we? Oh, well, you both kind of got the same thing. And it goes, whoever goes first gets it. I think that was the rule that Cassie made. So, Mike, you got the point. Congratulations. Oh, commanding lead. You are. You have a, a big old lead. But don't worry, there's still more awards. I'll catch up. Next is best use of power. Ryan, best use of power. What is it? Uh, My best use of power is... Uh, I think this is in the flashback, flashback, not the flashback, flashback, flashback. So this is 1888, uh-huh. where Sinister's just running around with his white face and red eyes. 
and he's trying to scare everybody. And then he accidentally goes to run across the street, and the horse gets scared. <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose, but he's just like, ah, he gets scared. And then the horse is like, oh my god, what the fuck is that, dude? <laughs> That's such a good power where, like, you're not even trying to scare people and they're still fucking scared of your face. That's a good power. Mike? Uh, when Sinister is trying to show Darwin and Xavier his muty freaks, the static electricity guy moves two little ribbons, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sweet mm-hmm. power. <laughs> he made ribbons waggle. <laughs> On the show X-Men, the animated series. That was that, power. That's your, that's your power. Mike, you were doing so well. Um, you were doing so good. I just want to say congratulations on not getting that point because that went to Ryan. They look like two little legs dancing in the wind. They've been waggling ribbons. How do they do that? Um, it was actually close to mine, though, Mike. It, you almost hit it on the head, but you were very far at the same time. Did you because, pick Bubbling Vile Boy? No, mine was the power of science. Oh. Um, and the science power of the mind rules. and science. Yes, Bill Nye Bill, It's actually Bill, sponsored Bill, this episode. Bill, Bill. <laughs> Bill, no, the science guy. Our next award is LVP. Mike, who's your LVP? I'm going to say Lord Grey, who his son-in-law is trying to save his daughter. And it's just like, this motherfucker, right? I hate him. <laughs> this guy sucks ass. Wait, so Lord Grey is the, is the guy that sucks ass because he hates Sinister? Yeah. Okay. Ryan? Uh, my LVP is Professor X. Or, I'm sorry, whatever his name is. James Xavier. James Not Xavier. Dr. X. Uh, making <laughs> me wish Dr. that he was bald because of his stupid fucking hair and sideburns. He looked like shit. Hey, get a mutant power, which is uh, bringing your magnetic hair down to somewhere else on your body. Because you look like a moron, Wily Willy. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to remember the name of those guys. It's a toy from the late 60s, Caitlin. That's... <laughs> we were very old. We're also Nathaniel Essexes. <laughs> <laughs> they will never die, and they all have red eyes. It's weird. Really sexy Essexes. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now, so I'm going to give it to you, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Triumphant <laughs> comeback. <laughs> Our last award is going to be MVP. And who did I start for with? All, I started. So it's, I'm going to start with Ryan. Uh, it's fucking Charles Darwin who has tattooed on his chest, I'll cough but never die. <laughs> That's an MVP, motherfucker. I will cough. I will never put blood into it. You have no handkerchief powerful enough for my blood. I will cough in every scene for no reason, and then I'll stay alive for the entire epi. The epi? Mike? It's Chuck Dardar. Dardar. Daddy Dardar. <laughs> I think this was a backdoor pilot for Mr. Sinister. And him traveling around the world getting chased by James Xavier. I think everything he does is awesome from his haircut to his facial hair to, hey, for no reason, I want red ass eyes and white ass skin. Let's Mm -hmm. do this. That's how I get super powerful. He's my MVP. He's your MVP. Uh, They explained why he changed his name to Sinister. But I wish there was like, he was just in his window at his desk doing work, counting gold coins or whatever the fuck they did back then. And there was two kids. Like walking by outside of his window, and they were like, Mister, that almost but doesn't rhyme with sinister. And then he was like, I've got it. I've got the ultimate name. It is mine now. I will copyright this for as long as I can. You kids, here's two gold coins. I own that name. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? You yakety yak. (laughs) Don't talk back. Wow. 
this is getting too wild. So I do have to crown a winner, and it is going to have to be Ryan. What the shit? What a comeback! Of course, it's Charles Darwin because he's a super fucking dick this whole time, and he, like Charles, <laughs> he not only coughs and doesn't cover his mouth, he just is a fucking dick whenever he has the opportunity, and I appreciate him for that. Oh, so you know what my mutant power is? Uh, I cough and never cover my mouth. <laughs> fucking, that's the ultimate power. Ultimate power is spreading germs. That's what it is. All right. So that is our winner. That is the end of our show. We just have a couple things to do before we leave here. <laughs> are you still with us? Are you Are you awake? I think you have to exercise the demons for my body right now. Yeah, half your face is asleep already. <laughs> so if you leave the room, I'm going to exercise some demons out of me, and I'm going to let them talk. Not, I, I mean, I have to leave? Yeah, you have to leave. Both of you have to leave. Oh, good. Walk, 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 walk. Uh, my first person here who's going to tell us about something that we need to talk about in this outro is uh, Slimer. Hello, Mr. Slimer. It's always a joy having you on here. Um. Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for telling us about social media. Um. Is there any way that you can like tell us like in ways that we can understand what those social medias are that people can find us on? I feel like I asked for Slimer, not a chicken, but like Slimer. I get it. Mucinex is a thing, and we need to get that to you. Um. And I think I'm gonna have to expel you from this room. <laughs> okay i'm glad that that was the one thing you fucking could say thank you slimer for being here you're a piece of shit and i never want to see you ever again <gasps> that is a demon that is exercised for my body and i must now exercise another one and it is the third ghost from um that movie um <laughs> <laughs> The one with the chains, the Christmas Carol bad guy, you know? <laughs> oh my god. Hi there. Coming from my body, it is you, the third ghost. <laughs> yep. Can you tell me about some websites, third ghost? I'm sorry. Chains got down the wrong pipe, if you know what I mean. I didn't know you ate them, but now I do. They go everywhere. They go Everywhere. That's a lot of chains, I guess. They say it's torture, but not <laughs> not a <laughs> not always. Okay, so you like maybe you're iron deficient. I get it. You're a ghost. I really don't understand how that all works, but I'm glad you're eating those good chains. Yes, um, eating them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sticking him up your butt? Is that what you're trying to say? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm from polite society. I would never say that. But yes, they are the ripcord and I'm the lawnmower less. <laughs> I mean, you're a ghost. You, don't, you just keep living forever, I guess. And you got to find something fun to do. So ripcord your ass with a chain. Sounds like a fun plan, I guess. Um, well, you know what sounds even more fun? Some websites that we have. Do you know anything uh, about those? No, oh no! I did not. Ha- I'm so old. I don't know. 
but you like uh, look I into do... the future or something or call call the future one because i think you're the past or maybe you're the future i really don't know <laughs> i'm <one>. jacob marley <laughs> you said the one with the chains i'm the one who's i'm not one of the big three ghosts right okay I'm yeah you jacob can call marley. on them I this is like jeopardy be partners with scrooge you mean it's like you mean it's like who wants to be a millionaire yes jeopardy you can't call it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing too well right Jeopardy, now. <laughs> you would say something like, what is popfilter.co? Well, you have lifelines. This is your lifeline. Yeah, well, I'm just saying it's not Jeopardy. You want to call... Okay, but yeah, I will call the ghost of future... <laughs> the first ghost. <laughs> yet to come. No, that's the third ghost, but you said okay. future, so... All Bring. right. Bring. Hello? Hey, 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 buddy. What's going on? What's up? I'm the ghost of the future. Yeah, I only have like 30 seconds. Oh, hold on, buddy. It's exciting out here. Flight cars, jetpacks, cinnamon buns, fart dinner. Cinnamon buns fart in the air? What's your (laughs) Cinnamon cinnamon buns fart in the air. You catch one, you have a dinner. Mm. The future is crazy, man. Thanks for calling. Goodbye. Oh, shit. What's a website? Popfilter.co. I think he said (laughs) in between that. I heard it. I heard it. Uh, throw a slash Amazon on there, and that's how you shop. And sorry, I <clears throat> I was about to start talking about Jack's Lick Sausage, and then <laughs> uh, you go to patreon.com slash your pop filter for extra things. I'm gonna go play with these chains. Goodbye. Okay, put them in your butt again. Oh wow! Thank you so much for coming and telling us that. There's, I feel like one more thing we need to talk about before we leave. And to to remind me is going to be my own personal brain. <laughs> oh boy, I'm here. Oh, what no, are it's we the doing? The future. <laughs> what is this? Do you have any syrup? And could you pour it on me? We've had literal ghosts on today, and this is the most terrifying thing that we have brought here. Give me syrup! Or give me death. I'm just kidding. I'll never kill myself. I'll kill you first. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'll kill me first. I'm just kidding. I'll kill you first. (laughs) What's your question? What's your answer? Here's my answer. Sugar plums. What? Eggplant. Wait. Oak tree, acorn, squirrel. Yes. All right, we did it once again. <laughs> I think that's all. Is that all of it that we have? I'll... <laughs> oh, the shows. Tell me about the shows. That's what you're supposed to tell me about. Well, one show that I've always thought about is doing, what if I took a Pokemon Game Boy computer printer, printed out pictures of monsters, and talked about them for one hour straight? I love that. What? Me too. <laughs> what is the, What are the odds of that? <laughs> that actually sounds really great. Here's what I want to do for a podcast. I want to... You You take a ballot. I take a ballot. We hit fruits. Huh? <laughs> what about it? <laughs> I love it. Sounds like Fruit Ninja, which is I've always wanted to do in real life. So I think that's a really great idea. And it has some legs. And we should definitely should do that. I have a question. Yep. What is genitalia? <laughs> Not a show? Just want to know. That's a show. What? Here's what I want to know. Yeah. What's genitalia? That's a crazy question, brain. <laughs> but I think what your really good question would be is, what are the other shows of the network? <laughs> uh, there's, of course, Movie of the Year. Yep. 
Oh, they go over uh, every uh, all the seasons of every year. Of uh, uh, they watch all the movies of every year. They uh, it's a big battle to see what happens. Do you know what year they're on? Two thousand twelve, two thousand two. Whoa, that's a good year. What if? Well, Christmas Easter grass. What if Easter grass was Christmas grass? Christmas trees were Easter grass. They'd still be grass. That's all I wanted to know. That's. I'm here to give you the answers. Thanks. I'm supposed to give you the answers. You're right, and I don't know if you did, but I think you did enough, and I appreciate you being here, Brain, and I think it's time to pop you back in. Let's do cocaine. Yeah! <laughs> and with that, it's time for me to go cocaine, it's time for us to go, and that's all. Good, everybody. Good time. Goodbye. We're talking, hey, we're talking about yeah. Sweet Tooth next week. Okay, we're oh. talking about Sweet Tooth next week. Oh, yep, we are going to talk about Sweet Tooth next week. to memorize.